Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Pop the Trunk. I'm Adam Britton, Managing Director and Creative Director at Content Specialist Trunk and on this episode I catch up with Brand Specialist John Greaves. We speak all about how video has changed the market and landscape for the better and also what the difference between using it as a strategy compared to a tactic is. And if you, if you don't kind of approach it in that way, then you're never going to get value. Just in the same way, you're not going to get real value if you go to somebody a week before it's due to be released and sell it, and then do the same three months later. You, you, you're never going to get proper value. It's a massive waste of money. Yeah, absolutely. It's great that, you, that you're doing some video. Really, you, you've actually taken one step further than a lot of other brands. Well done. However, Hi, John. Thanks a lot for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, really good. uh, And it's nice to be in your company. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see you too. So today we're going to talk about video and the kind of difference between using video as a tactic and using it as a strategy. Um, First of all, obvious question, really. So when did you first become aware of the power of video? Yeah, it it is a good question, a good place to start. I I think probably the power of video and I guess it's the power of video combined with your ability to reach people with that video probably uh about I don't know six or seven years ago we I got you know kind of have had a proper epiphany um around video as a uh, an engagement tool a communications tool kind of you know being worked with video previously had seen the, the, the impact that it could have, but, but really to drive a substantive change, it, it, was, it, it, it was the combination of, of, of kind of video content, but then again as, as well, having the ability to kind of serve that up to people in a way that just hadn't been possible in you know, sort of pr- previous roles I've been in, previous organizations I've been in. Um, so I think it, it's the you know, kind of that ability to create um, and the ability to reach brought together, which makes it makes video such a powerful medium. And like I say, probably about six or seven years ago uh, was the first time I really got to grips with, you know, kind of video content in in the in, to, to see it in the way that it could be used to, mm-hmm. to change perceptions, to drive engagement, to bring people into a, a a thing that they hadn't previously been in. So yeah, just that kind of that more substantive change rather than it being sort of, you know, ephemeral, I think was, was, was about then. Sure. So I guess even now in 2020, people are still using video in the wrong way. Um, have you seen examples of that and, and how, how do you, how do you think you can not necessarily, obviously it's going to work different for everybody, isn't it? Every yeah. brand is going to be different and people will use different, you know, videos in, in different way and video yeah. content in different way. However, there is, there is for me, obvious ways on, on ways that you sh- absolutely shouldn't be doing it. Um, mm. But what, what's your kind of experience in that? Uh, yeah. Again, good question. I think just, just sort of wrapping a few things together, really. I, um, for a start, you, you know, video and addressing your question about people sort of using it video in the wrong way. When, when I started out in in uh, in the sort of the broad marketing space, video was not really something that we we were able to use as a communications and engagement and, and customer acquisition tactic or anything like that. It just it just wasn't available to us. So the technology didn't allow us to be able to use it kind of slickly and 
it, we again back to that point I was making before that just the, the ability to distribute, the ability to serve video up to people just kind of didn't exist. Um, and, and you look at then just the exponential change that has happened in 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 the last say fifteen years and fifty I say fifteen years because YouTube has been around for about fifteen years, and in that fifteen year period, YouTube has has captured the attention of and has got active users in about a quarter of the world's population. So give or take 2 billion people from a world population, of give or take 8 billion people. So you, so you think about that as, as uh, you know, and then and then think about the world's population of people who are, who, who might not have the technology to access, uh, you know, just, just look at that as, a, as a, an audience that is, that is actively engaged in watching, creating, uh, you know, um, publishing, uh, uh, posting video, um, and and you see the 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 exponential growth that that, that he's had that, that is only kind of increasing. So to come right back to what you you asked me, I think anybody that doesn't see video uh, and makes a conscious choice. So I'm talking kind of com- so in the commercial world, anybody that isn't thinking of video and making an active choice, conscious decision about whether video is part of their marketing and communications mix is is absolutely doing it the wrong way because because i i, I kind of been on a bit of a journey as well you know re- recently and, I, and and my sort of epiphany i think was was just was based around just just the the the, the data that exists about video use about video consumption the amount of video that's been created the ease that people have to create their own content so to be you know user generating users generating content as it were um and video i think in my history was an afterthought it was a thing oh hey it's christmas let's make a video we've no idea how we're going to show it to people I mean, I remember when I joined my last company, right, there was somebody was leaving the organization and <laughs> they, some, some bright spark, this is just kind of pre-me joining, some bright spark said, hey, we need a video to celebrate the fact that this person's leaving. Right, great. Um, so at great expense, thing was created and a big production, you know, cameras here, big, big cameras and not tripods and all the all the, the the whistles and bells. And and it resulted in something being produced on a DVD that that then was played on a DVD player on a screen in a canteen that people watched as they walked past, right? And like like you know, that static thing that people might or might not have paid attention to, that you might or might not have got some views for. And this is, you know, this is kind of seven, seven, eight years ago that, that we're talking now. Um and then you fast forward to what what we're able to do now, but but so this yeah so so back to my sort of epiphany, video as an afterthought to video as a strategic part of your kind of content delivery, so part of your content mix, and I actually think we've gone through that rubicon now. I think we're out the other side, and I and I think there is a case for video as a strategy. So a company, an organisation making a conscious decision about a video strategy. What is our strategy on video across all the channels, across all of our touch points, across all of our, you know, our, our platforms, the things we own. Because bear in mind, 
in the world of in, uh, in the world of web 2.0 we we are publishers as well as you kind of you know uh, users of content so we any organization any person is a publisher if they want to be a publisher which is a you know a shift from really when i started out in the the, the world that i work Absolutely, yeah. I think for me, just coming back to the original question of how they can people can use it wrong. So I'm actually just going to kind of mix that question up a little bit and actually talk about how brands can can probably commission video incorrectly. Yeah. And and it is back to the tactics versus strategy. Yeah. Um, so if you do it as a tactic. You may you you probably pick in probably five or six times a year where you're going to go. I'm going to do a video here. I'm going to yeah. do a video there. I'm going to do a video there. It's a massive waste of money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's great that you that you're doing some video. Brilliant. You, you've actually taken one step further than a lot of other brands. Well done. However, what you're not doing is because you because you're allocating a certain amount of budget there, a certain amount of budget there. You may have a hundred thousand pounds to spend on video throughout throughout the year. Yeah. Rather than saying I'm going to do a video there, a video there, and a video there, it's much better to go to your video production agency or your creative agency and say, I've got £100,000 to spend on video this year. How do I do it? Because what you're going to get then is much bigger stretch. You're not just going to get four films in the year. You're probably going to get 40, 50, 60 films. Because what will typically happen is when when a a brand goes to an agency and and they say, I've got 20 grand to spend on a film, most agencies will will go to the maximum of 20 grand and try and get a film, which is Mm -hmm. 20 grand. I'm not saying they're going to go and produce a three grand film for 20 grand. They will produce a 20 grand film for 20 grand. However, for that particular brief, it might have only needed a two thousand pound film it might have only needed a three thousand pound film yeah. but because they're only giving the 20 grand at that point they're naturally going to take that 20 grand because we're in business right yeah. however if you then brief it as a strategy throughout the year and at the beginning you're actually looking at it as a 12 month cycle once you, once you, when you're going out to those shoots you can be producing 10 pieces of content instead of one you can mm-hmm. be going out on a two-day shoot instead of one shoot and, and getting 100 pieces of content um that's where you get real value out of video rather than just doing it as a tactic and as a one-off to say as you rightly said before can we have a christmas film yes you yeah. can have a christmas film however actually spreading that budget over a three-month cycle is going to going to get give you so much more value as a business and don't get me wrong i have been that person saying please can can we have a christmas film and and invariably i've asked that question on the 18th of december yeah i remember we did we did remember there was a person who needed to find reindeer from snow <laughs> you did it so you know, snow credit, reindeer credit father where, christmas we, we did it all it's due. yeah i think that's you know, that, that that should earn you that should get you a, a lifetime place in the, in the hall of fame just just for that so um, but it's i think it's a really good point you make and i think you do yourselves a disservice by saying you know it's because we're in business a lot of it is about economies of scale as well so mm-hmm. yeah so you know if if somebody is thinking in that strategic way it just enables you to make to plan your resource because you, you know you're you're factoring your resource in kind of you know you, to be able to plan your resource all resource Equipment, human resource, is in a way that that you know kind of gives you something that is more than well, what are we doing next week? Then, mm-hmm. then of course it's going to be more efficient. Yeah. Of course it's going to you know deliver better economies better. for the for the, exactly. the people you're working with. And there's another side to it as well, Adam, which I, I think is is perhaps more important, more critical to delivering the right outcome. And, and that and that's the fact that you you have to have Two things. One, you have to have a partner that is on a journey with you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, one of the things I really benefited from 
working with you and uh, and Liam and Ben and and the guys uh, at, at, at Trunk uh, was that you got you know we start we went on a journey um, and and it was a partnership and you yeah. did push back and you did challenge and you did tell me what you thought were the right things to do versus me you know God forbid telling you what I thought were the right things oh, to absolutely. do absolutely um, yeah and if you if you don't kind of approach it in that way then you're never going to get value. Just in the same way, you're not going to get real value if you go to somebody a week before it's due to be released and sell, and then do the same three months later. You, you, you're never mm-hmm. going to get proper value. You're never going to get real value. And, and the same, getting that kind of, you know, the artistic value, the creative mm-hmm. value. That's if it. you're able to spend time and develop a partnership, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know your organization, you've got some fantastic long-running partnerships. The reason I suspect you've got those fantastic long-running partnerships is because it's a partnership, right? Yeah, and because exactly. Because it's, you know, it, it's over a period of time and it's thought through strategically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other thing I would say is that, that you know, choosing the right partner is important because, because they, I kind of alluded to it there, they have to understand the journey that you're on, the commercial journey that you're on, the engagement journey that you're on, whatever the journey is that the organization is on, they have to mm-hmm. get that, they have to get that in their, you know, to their core mm-hmm. and and feel, you know, be part of that. And, and which comes back to, you know, making and ensuring that 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 you are challenging in the right way and, and the client is asking you what you think is the right thing to do. And you know, and you're able to say, well, you know, you said it right at the start. Um, if somebody comes to you and says, I want a video for this, you want to be able to say, yeah, okay, yeah, you can have, but but actually, what is the thing that you want to achieve? What's the change you want to drive? Exactly. What's the thing you want to sell? What's it's the it's always, it's you always got to start with why, yeah. you know, rather than how or, or what's it going to look like. It's always got to start with why. What's the reason you want to do this? You, you might not even need a film. The output yeah. and, and the outcome... You, we always have to start with that because um, there, you know, so many times some, someone will come to us and say, we want to film. What's the reason yeah. why is because we want to tre- achieve X. Well, you absolutely shouldn't be doing a film. Do yeah. You, you, you shouldn't be doing a film. You should be doing, you, sh- you need to spend your money on something else because what we don't want to do is produce a film and it, and it, and it, and it's not su- successful. It doesn't get the results that you need. The, um, the other thing, yeah. And, and the other thing I, you know, I, 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 I value in the organizations that I work with and, and something that I think you, you guys, you know, did, did was it, it's it kind of following up. It's not just about the creative. It's not just about the content creation. It's actually about the application of that. It's about the um, ensuring that the, I guess, you know, the, you, you drive through the channels, you're optimizing activation, right? So, so I, I, I know a little bit about that. Um, and you know, kind of built up over the, the, the my career and, and in the roles that I've done and all that, blah, blah, blah. but equally, I need y- y- the organisation I'm working with to help me with the with the the understanding what the right way to optimise the the engagement, optimise the outcome is. You know, and it's not just about you creating something; you're creating it because you understand that actually that's going to you know deliver those results and then you're able to advise on the right way to deliver those results as well through 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 the 
you know, the right kind of delivery mechanism. So that, that is another part of the partnership, I think. I, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that is super important for anyone who's looking for a partner. And I'm not saying, well, obviously I'd love people to come to us, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with, with Trunk. You know, if, if you're listening to this and you're looking for a video partner, I would always recommend someone who, who is similar to, to Trunk where they are looking at it from the, the strategy point of view all yeah. the way through to what you're trying to achieve rather than just going, we can create you a great film because there are so many, there are so many ways to waste so much money on film. And that's the biggest concern yeah. at the moment. There are so many ways to, whether that, whether that's with uh, wrong actors, wrong locations, wrong creative ideas, wrong creative output, um, not, not being able to eke out the most amount of content um, from, from one film shoot. Um, there are, it's not necessarily wasting money, but it's wasted potential. So there is a potential to be able to create um, in- incredible, incredible content, and so many times brands just at the minute aren't doing it. There are some brands, as you rightly said earlier, and you mentioned a few who are who are doing it brilliantly. And 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 I would put that down to two things. I put I put it down to actually it's one thing. It's a, it's the right partnership. So it's yeah, yeah. it's the fact that there'll be a client there at the client end who who get it, but also they have total faith and trust in their in their agency who who absolutely get the brand, but also absolutely understand that they need to, you, you can't just, um, you can't just almost bow down to the, to, to your partner, your client partner, because the client has to come to you for you're you're the experts, you know, you're the experts yeah. is exactly the same way as if I hire someone to do a job, I'm not going to tell them how to do that job because yeah. you've hired them because they need to be better than me at doing that job. Too Otherwise right. I don't need to hire them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're taking on an agency, take them on and have trust in them. Yeah. yeah. If, if they, um, but also at the same time, they need to understand your brand and, and the, the two have to work kind of in, in sync with each yeah, other, don't they? And that's, yeah. the, that's the way the best brands at the moment are creating the best content because both have total trust in each other. I, I couldn't, again, couldn't agree more. And, you know, and I think it could, be, it could be a real golden age for you guys for in, in the business that you have, have, have you know, kind of, uh, uh, are specialising and have, have settled on. Nice one. That's great, John. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Yeah, good. And, and I'm glad we didn't talk about Aston Villa and Liverpool either. Which <laughs> Actually, before you go. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thank you. Christmas is here, so we're taking a break from releasing the podcast for a couple of weeks. Join us again in the new year where I catch up with Salford Uni's Senior Lecturer in Interactive Media Art and Design, Juan Hiriart, where we talk all about storytelling through gaming. Have a great Christmas and thanks again for listening.